Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved. Cast out demons and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, we can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. June 15th, 2023 broadcast. T minus seven days till we turn 13 years old. Have a birthday party. Hope you're all doing okay today. And uh, I hope you are enjoying the archives. We're getting them up faster than ever with titles, both for our new program and uh, new programs, rather. Same Mega Man radio, but new episodes, rather. And then, of course, the uh, Omega Man Reloaded, where I'm striving to uh, upload two classic audios per day, restored. So I hope you enjoy that. Again, all details right there at the website, omegamanradio.com. All right. Well, we have uh, three guests scheduled for today. Coming up at 11, we're going to have Gary Stafford and Indira Prasad, John Terrell, and I'm trying to confirm with uh, Earthquake Kelly. So that is up ahead. Well, we have a little bit of time here for our first guest, so um, why don't we uh, get into the Word? I was checking my place, and we just finished 1 Corinthians, so that means we're going into 2 Corinthians today. I'll be reading from the King James Bible. It's not a uh, transgender or transhumanistic Bible. Uh, it has not went through any transformation. You don't have to worry about it being turned into a, a neutered gospel. It's the Word. It does not change. God's Word doesn't. Men will put together their own Word and then say it's the Bible. But God says His Word is forever settled in heaven. He changes not. He's the same day, same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen? So I'm going to stick with the Bible. That's been the same 
for over 400 years. Okay. King James authorized version, except no substitute. Well, we're going to get into 2 Corinthians tonight, and if you're looking for a handy online version of the King James, you can go to kingjamesbibleonline.org if you want to read it on the fly. Okay, let's pray, because I need prayer. Father, Jehovah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for this day. This is the day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Forgive me of all my sins, known and unknown, back to the very first thought, word, deed, gesture, and action. Father God, we ask that you would have your way today's programs. Bless those that have come out. Bless the speakers. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ over each and every one of us. We invite the Holy Spirit to come. We ask, Holy Spirit of God, that you would unlock your word for us, illuminate the scripture, give us understanding of what we read. Bless the hearer in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Also, Satan, we put you on notice that we're attacking you with the word of God. We bind you in every demonic force that works for you. We rebuke you in Jesus Christ's name. Bind every demonic force that would try to shut these programs down or keep people from being here that would like to be here. We bind up and rebuke every spirit of Antichrist, every spirit of confusion, every spirit of the lie, manipulation, fear, witchcraft control. We bind it in Jesus' name. Break its power and spell off each of us in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. Okay. So let's uh, jump in. Welcome aboard, Denise, Wes, others tuning in. If you would like to invite a friend to tune in, just send them right over here to omegamanradio.com and they'll have the uh, direct links to get over here. Okay. Verse 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth, with all the saints which are in all Achaia. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforteth us and all our tribulation that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God for as the sufferings of Christ abound in us so our consolation also aboundeth by Christ and whether we be afflicted it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effectual in the enduring of the same sufferings which we also suffer. Or whether we be comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation. And our hope of you is steadfast, knowing that as ye are partakers of the sufferings, so shall ye be also of the consolation. Now, this is interesting. 
over 2,000 years ago since this was written. Apostle Paul, he writes most of the New Testament. And he here is admitting to the fact that they are going through tribulations, sufferings, persecutions. Is this the great tribulation? No. Uh, That's up ahead of us. But where there are people who will follow Jesus Christ, there are also people that will hate those that do and rebuff you, persecute you, falsely accuse you. Um, You could be thrown in jail. You could be killed like some Christians have been killed in the past few years over in Mozambique. It's a nation in Africa, predominantly radical Muslims, and many Christians have been taken over there, tortured, put to death, even at the, even crucified, horrible things, beheadings. It's happening in our day and age. Think about the Christians over in North Korea. Think about those in China, mainland China, and those that have to meet underground. Many don't even have a copy of a hard copy of the Bible in some of these locations. In certain places, if you're caught with them, it's a death penalty. Got a lot of communist countries in the world still. Vietnam is communist. Got to be careful over there. In many countries. And going back to Paul here, they're admitting to the fact that uh, they are enduring sufferings and afflictions, tribulations. All those in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution, the word says. Through much persecution and tribulation, we enter into the kingdom of God. So we need to be aware of the fact that this comes along with receiving Christ. Jesus said, if they persecuted me, they will persecute you. Is the servant greater than the master? Yet it's not something we really have um, experienced in America. But they're experiencing it right now in Canada. Look at the Canadian pastor over there who stood up against the health police. He was arrested. Police pulled him over on the interstate and pulled him right out on the pavement. Put him on his knees and they handcuffed him. I think he uh, got arrested again recently. He knows what it is to be persecuted and have to endure tribulation and suffering. And if you speak out against homosexuality, which we can still do for at least the moment in America, if you do this in Canada, you do this in the UK, you can be arrested. I was watching a program today on YouTube. It was a news program, and it was talking about uh, how people are losing their liberties over in the UK right now with the passage of some of these new laws. And there are some that 
I think are going on the books if they're not there already in the UK where um, if you criticize your government they can the police can actually arrest you I said you've got to be kidding me how's this any different than uh, the Stasi's Stasi police over there in eastern Germany after the fall of Berlin when the wall went up how's this any different than uh, the history of, of Chile I was watching a documentary on Chile which uh, was taken over by fascist Pinochet and they had a thing called the Dina these were the secret police the Dina were to Argentina what the Stasis were over in eastern Germany what the Gestapo were under the Nazis what the FBI are starting to become sadly in America more and more it's looking like we have turned into a uh, we're, we're turning into a fascist state I think we have fascists in control right now but it's going to become more apparent to people as the tribulation begins to approach the great tribulation such as has never been before never will be again and war on the saints comes that's a chapter that were yet to be revealed in this end time book called Revelation it's foretold Satan will make war on the saints it's coming and persecution is coming to America we need to be ready for it but back to uh, Pinochet he was a fascist dictator and uh, the, the police and military were brutal. They operated concentration camps, torture camps. If you spoke out against the government, you can lose everything you have. You can literally lose your life. And they were, there was a, a film crew that went in, had to do it surreptitiously because um, they'd been caught, they'd been in trouble. But they got out with the footage of some interviews, covering the store underground, and interviewing families where the uh, the men of the family had been arrested, disappeared, parents of children taken, both mom and dad, and um, Colonia Dignidad, which we were talking about on the program yesterday with Brother Tom Dunn, was a Nazi concentration camp operated by Paul Schaefer for almost probably 40 years up until he was finally arrested and his number two man is at large right now in Germany convicted pedophile but the German government will not let him be extradited back to Chile to go to jail stand trial but this uh, Colonia Dignidad it was a torture camp they worked with Pinochet and Dina and people were sent there and they were tortured murdered in many cases hunting Hitler series get over there a few years ago and they show you some of the underground tunnels there but more to be seen but thinking about the persecution of people where government can just come down and grab them beat them shoot them take them off and, and torture them and these devils 
and these people know all about torture. That's why the Bible refers to demons as the tormentors. They know how to torment people. And there are things that you would never imagine would be done to a human or being done today in places all over the world, even by our own government, the CIA, black sites. It's called rendition. They can grab you and disappear you. Put you on a plane, take you to a uh, another country where we've got some agreements worked out and they turn you over to them and then let them work on you. And vice versa. How could man do this to one another? It's the demons inside. I always thought, how could America torture people? We're probably at the top of the list. We operated a school in Panama called School of the Americas. And back during Operation Condor, which you can Google, it was a operation to try to put down communism. That was the uh, official story. And we actually, in America, trained uh, foreign police and military in torture techniques. We're doing things a lot worse than waterboarding. I won't go into that, but all came out of the, you know, Nazi Germany, the Gestapo. It goes back thousands of years. The Syrians were masters at torture. They would skin people alive. Horrible stuff going on. All the way back to Cain, who murdered his brother. Evil. Well, I'm getting way back in time now. <laughs> that's, a, that's a long rabbit trail. I just took you all the way back to Adam and Eve. Let me get back to current. But 2 Corinthians chapter 1, where we're at, talks about persecution, suffering. You know, Paul was, he was hunted by a garrison of uh, Romans, soldiers. He had to be smuggled out over a wall. He was caught at times and beaten, stoned. I think he was actually stoned to death, and the Lord raised him, if I recall lashes robbed again beaten put in prison in shackles he understood suffering uh, betrayed mocked character assassinations people tried to physically assassinate him he knew a little bit about suffering tribulation He's trying to comfort people here. Whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effectual in the enduring of the same sufferings which we also suffer. Or whether we be comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation. And our hope of you is steadfast, knowing that as ye are partakers of the sufferings, so shall ye be also of the consolation. And this was prior to the time where the church would literally have to go to underground to meet uh, in many places. And I, I suppose that there was actually, though, in other areas, people in real time also, toward the end of this, uh, Christians being captured and sent over to Ephesus and used in the games. 
with the gladiators and fed the lions. Nero was a wicked man. They would capture Christians and crucify them and then set them on fire to light the streets at night. Have we endured any of that? Have we endured unto the blood? You and I know. I haven't. But there are people right now that are and we just need to understand it's coming. That has to be the next chapter. Stolen elections. These mass campaigns uh, against Trump to demonize him. They want to put him in jail now for 400 years. Trumped up charges of Russia Gate of Russian collusion. There was no proof. Multiple investigations turned up nothing. And it was proven that Hillary Clinton and the Democrats conspired together. Election tampering tried to stop him. And when he beat them to give him hell his entire four years and, and beyond. This has become a matter of record now. It's undisputable. But not just the Sodomocrats, but wicked Republicans too. They're wicked on both sides of the aisle. Um, who was that Flanagan? That's a word I haven't used in a long time. No insult meant to any Irish people out there, but a Flanagan is like a, just a term we use for you know some infidel growing up in the South. Um, who was the secretary of the uh, what was his name? He's the guy who went over to work for Fox News. Uh, he ran unsuccessfully as a vice president in a few elections back. Okay, I won't waste time trying to remember his name, but this dude, he's interviewed by one of the other networks. And he said, I'm a never-again-Trumper. Just threw Trump under the bus. And this guy is greasy as a weasel. I would trust him as far as I could throw him. And uh, I wish I had some names. That would make more sense. Okay. And then, of course, there's this other dude. Um, he's a Democrat. He sat on some of the security councils. And there was a vote to uh, censure him. He's got these real strange eyes. kind of looks like a pop-eyed varmint. You know what I'm talking about? Um balding man, weird eyes, really creepy. And um, he was doing some bad things. He was using his position in Congress uh, to throw Trump under the bus. And uh, there was a vote today to censure him, but sadly it didn't pass because there are 20 Republicans who uh, went with the Democrats on it. No justice. What about the press secretary? She violated the Hatch Act. <clears throat> and uh, that it, it's an established fact that she did, but those responsible for prosecuting her basically just tapped her on the hand. Adam Schiff, thank you. Thank you, Spirit of Monday. Adam Schiff. This was an opportunity to rebuke this guy. And uh, 
couldn't get enough votes to do it. People in blatant disregard for the law, yet they get a pass. And on and on we can go. This is no news to you if you've been watching news like me, but we're living in that environment where the rule of law doesn't exist anymore. Separate tiers of justice. And uh, it's not a far stretch of the imagination now for me to see what's coming next. I know what's coming next. Persecution of the true church. They're going after Bible-believing Christians next. Those that will not compromise. Thank God for the Southern Baptist Convention who threw Rick Warren and Broken Back Church out and threw another church out. It was, a, it was a lady minister and I looked at her and she was wearing the um, the rainbow cloak around her neck. I guess she's a lesbian. What's she doing in the church? I'm glad the SBC is cleaning house over there. They rebuked Rick Warren too. Let me get back to the word. Where am I going with this? Persecution comes with being a Christian. It was going on in Paul's time. We're going to see it too. And we need to be prepared for it. They're even going for our heads before it's all over with. And we want to be overcomers. And we can be. For me to live as Christ but to die as gain. Paul knew that very well. We also have the word, Jesus said, I'll never leave nor forsake you. And he goes on to say, For we would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble, which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of measure, above strength, insomuch that we despaired even of life. They got into Asia, and Asia was a dangerous place then, and it still is a dangerous place today. Did you know there are places over here in Asia that if you speak out against a, a corrupt politician, that politician can say, oh, you've offended me and offended my name, and that's a criminal charge. And they can send the police to you and arrest you. Yes, they can. For just freedom of speech, but they don't have the same freedom of speech in much of Asia that we have grown accustomed to in America and that those in power would like to take away. Even now as we speak the WHO is meeting on how to go after podcasts and YouTubers, independent media and how to hold them accountable for what they quote misinformation well who's the arbiter of truth they are if you disagree with them well that's misinformation and uh, they want to demonize us and even criminalize us it's more than just being shadow banned or deplatformed they want to put you and I in jail if we agree, disagree going back to what the fascists were doing and continue to do in parts of the world right now 
you disagree they disappear you that's how bad it can be look at the people January 6th government still tracking people down trying to find them so they can arrest them and throw them in the prison throw away the keys for doing what peaceful protest many places are talking about taking away the right to even protest unless you've got permission first so much for free speech and freedom of assembly and the freedom to disagree and then they want to take another step backward thought crime we think you may have the propensity to challenge us and protest so we're going to we're going to get you because we've been looking at your credit score your social credit score and you look like one of those that would disagree by what you you read and what you um, and the people you follow on social media etc in your post there are people moving to criminalize that thought crime folks 1984 George Orwell was a prophetic book how can it be anything else we're seeing this stuff happen in real time mass surveillance and they had to have mass surveillance to then know who to go after and get and uh, there's an article that is over on Steve Quell's website about uh, Amazon Echo customer and there was uh, a statement made between him and someone who was uh, delivering a package and next thing you know Amazon Echo uh, blocked his account he was locked out of his house apparently he had everything tied into the the cloud and they locked him out deplatformed him and he was locked out of his house the French right now as of this week are moving to make it a law that um, everyone with any type of um, cloud device like the uh, Amazon Echo and Siri and all these other devices. I've lost, I forget all their names. You know what I'm talking about. These smart devices will be monitored. They can activate your camera at home. They can spy on you 24-7. Don't need a warrant, apparently. That's why I don't like these devices. And I don't have them operating. I care less about smart devices. I don't use Siri. Why? Because I know that anything that has the capability to act on a voice command has to also be listening 24-7 so it knows when to go into motion. And that stuff is already being monitored and archived and scored in your face surveillance we've lost just about every other bit of privacy and now we want to invite these beasts into our very rooms and our house you'll literally have no privacy and people love it hell no Apple deplatforming um, 
a new app that was trying to give podcasters the ability to tip one another or listeners to tip podcasts and vice versa. You could listen to a show and tip it if you wanted to with crypto. Uh, what's wrong with that? Well, they don't like it. They don't like that model value for value, so they're deplatforming this app. And I mean, totalitarianism is where we're headed. Persecution for speaking the truth that homosexuality is a sin, that God created only male and female. And if we hold to what the Word of God says, we're going to be guilty of hate crimes. We'll be the new terrorist. Total surveillance. Monitoring all your communications. So then they know who to arrest and where you're at. Everybody being snooped upon. This is wicked, folks. This is Stasi, Eastern Germany. That's why there's a movie you probably need to watch, and I put it up on Substack and link to it. It has a little bit of nudity, I'll warn you. Um, but if you want to get a get an idea of what it was like living in Stasi, Germany, there are many people have written books and so forth, too, but it's a pretty good movie to illustrate that. We're there. We're going beyond it. There are people right now having to hide out for fear of being identified just because they showed up for the Trump rally, did no harm to anybody, and now because they showed up there or their credit card bills showed that they were in Washington, D.C. during that time frame, and Visa and MasterCard, I guess it was, turned these over to the feds, they want to throw you in jail. There was no January 6th coup by MAGA. These were FBI agents, provocateurs. Nancy Pelosi set the whole thing up in conspiracy with others that wanted to take Trump down and take the rest of us down too. And this is for our political ideologies. Wait till it gets to the next level. We're Christian extremists. That's where it's headed, folks. They're coming after Christians. They're coming after your Bibles. A Bible just um, banned from school library in Utah. goes on to say again we despaired even of life verse 9 but we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves but in God which raiseth the dead who delivered us from so great a death and doth deliver in whom we trust that he will yet deliver us he also helping together by prayer for us that for the gift bestowed upon us by the means of many persons Thanks may be given by many on our behalf. For our rejoicing is this, the testimony of our conscience, that in simplicity and godly sincerity, not with fleshly wisdom, but by the grace of God, we have had our conversation in the world and more abundantly to you, Lord. For we write none other things unto you 
than what ye read or acknowledge. And I trust ye shall acknowledge even to the end. As also ye have acknowledged us in part, that we are your rejoicing, even as ye also are ours in the day of the Lord Jesus. And in this confidence I was minded to come unto you before, that ye might have a second benefit, and to pass by you into Macedonia, and to come again out of Macedonia unto you, and of you to be brought on my way toward Judea. When I therefore was thus minded, did I use likeness or the things that I purpose? Do I purpose according to the flesh that with me there should be yea, yea, and nay, nay? But as God is true, our word toward you was not yea and nay. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, even by me, and Silvanus, and Timotheus, was not yea and nay, but in him was yea. For all the promises of God in him are yea, and in him amen, yes and amen, unto the glory of God by us. Now he which established us with you in Christ, and hath anointed us, is God. Talking about God the Father. Who hath also sealed us and given the earnest of the Spirit, capital S, Holy Spirit, in our hearts. Moreover, I call God for a record upon my soul, that to spare you I came not as yet unto Corinth, not for that we have dominion over your faith, but are helpers of your joy, for by faith ye stand. But I determined this with myself, that I would not come again to you in heaviness. For if I make you sorry, who is he that maketh me glad? But the same which is made sorry by me. And I wrote this same unto you, lest when I came I should have sorrow from them of whom I ought to rejoice, having confidence in you all, that my joy is the joy of you all. For out of much affliction and anguish of heart, I wrote unto you with many tears, not that ye should be grieved, but that ye might know the love which I have more abundantly unto you. But if any have caused grief, he hath not grieved me, but in part that I may not overcharge you all. Sufficient to such a man is this punishment, which was inflicted of many. So that contrarywise ye ought rather to forgive him, and comfort him, lest perhaps such a one should be swallowed up with overmuch sorrow. Wherefore I beseech you, that ye would confirm your love toward him. For to this end also did I write, that I might know the proof of you, whether ye be obedient in all things. To him ye forgave anything, I forgive also. For if I forgave anything, to him I forgave it. For your sakes forgave I it in the person of Christ. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. I think he's talking there about uh, unforgiveness. And if we uh, do not forgive, then Satan will have an advantage over us. We'll have some legal rights to attack us. If we continue in unforgiveness, well, the tormentors come. Those are the demons. Many people are empowering demons through unforgiveness. Again, Paul's saying, <clears throat> we are not ignorant of his devices. Furthermore, when I came to Troas to preach Christ's gospel. And a door was opened unto me of the Lord. I had no rest in my spirit because I found not Titus my brother. But taking my leave of them, 
I went from thence into Macedonia. Now thanks be unto God, which always causeth us, us to triumph in Christ, and maketh manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. For we are unto God a sweet savor of Christ, in them that are saved, and in them that perish. To the one we are the savor of death unto death, and to the other the savor of life unto life. And who is sufficient in these things? For we are not as many which corrupt the word of God, but as of sincerity, but as of God, in the sight of God, speak we in Christ. Okay, we're in Second uh, Corinthians. Give me just a minute here. Welcome aboard if you're just joining us today. We are live here. I was looking for something here I came across yesterday. Give me just a minute. Yeah, I went back, uh, I was looking at uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15. I think this is it. Verse 58, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So, I marry that up with uh, what we're reading over here in 2 Corinthians. Another verse you're going to find. Uh, persecution is common to all those who will be followers of Christ. Tribulation, sufferings. Just goes with the territory. We've been warned. We also know that tribulation like the planet has never seen is coming. The great tribulation. I believe before the return of the Lord Jesus because he says he returns immediately after the tribulation of those days at the last trump. So what do we do in light of this? Do we allow ourselves to get offended? We can't. And that's why we need to be we need to know it's coming and prepare to endure to the end. And be overcomers. And in the meantime Till the Lord returns, He calls us home. We're to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. I was listening to Stan Johnson today on his uh, daily YouTube broadcast. He does a great job over there, and he was talking about even knowing the nukes are coming in. He said, "What would you do if, if on your phone you begin to hear that?" Um, alarm go off on your TV national warning system letting you know that there was an inbound nuke what are you going to do he said it's a good question we need to consider that he said would you run for your life he said I've made the decision I would go to my prayer closet and I would pray because I can't save myself and if God wants to keep me alive and there's a nuke coming 
right at me. He's able to do it or he can take me home. I thought about that. That's actually good policy. God's not calling us to quit. He's not calling us to lay down the sword of the Spirit, retreat, surrender. We're being called to be steadfast and keep doing what he commanded us to do last over there in Mark 16. Win souls. Cast out devils. Pray for the sick that they be healed. Stand with Israel. That's in other chapters, but I'm, I'm expanding on it now. Feed the poor. Help the widows, the orphans, those in disaster. Not back down. Stand up. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb, it says, the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto the death. Folks, if the Lord Jesus doesn't come back first, we're going to die in all likelihood. Many of us. You can die for the gospel, or you can uh, die having taken the mark of the beast and then experience a second death, which is a lake of fire. Same once everybody did. Make no mistake about that. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And there's those that will try to buy a little bit extra time, and they're going to be sorely disappointed. Thinking that if they uh, compromise or renounce Christ or take that mark, well, they'll be all right. Nope. Just seal your destinies. We must resist the, the enemy. We cannot bow our knee to the New World Order. Must continue working for the Lord until we can't work anymore. And God will determine that. When He's done with us, He can take us home or. If we die in the process, we die with our boots on. Be for me to live as Christ, but to die as a game. Okay, I'm keeping an eye at the uh, clock here, on the clock. Uh, coming up here, about 11 minutes, we're going to have our guest on. Okay, so we're over in 2 Corinthians. We read chapter 1 and 2. Um, let's see, chapter 3. Do we begin again to commend ourselves, or need we, as some others, epistles of commendation to you? or in letters of commendation from you. Ye are our epistle, written in our hearts, known and read of all men. For as much as ye are manifestly declared to be the epistle of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not in tables of stone, but in fleshy tables of the heart. And such trust have we through Christ to Godward. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God, who also hath made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. But if the uh, ministration of death, written and engraven in stones, was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses, for the glory of his countenance, which glory was to be done away. How shall the ministration of the Spirit be rather glorious? For if the ministration of condemnation be glory, much more doth the ministration of righteousness exceeding glory. You know, when we read these things, you have to sometimes read it multiple times. 
get the understanding. That's the state of our education today. Paul was not some caveman back then. He was one of the most he was one of the smartest dudes on the planet. And God, for good reason, chose him to carry the gospel into places other men would not tread. Uh, he acted on what he believed in, and he acted wrongly in the beginning when he went to persecute Christians, but then we know about his road to Damascus experience. His encounter with Jesus. Being blinded. And then ultimately repenting. And then going out and he would drink the same cup as Jesus drank. And he knew it. He called himself the least of the apostles, but this is a this is a man put his money where his mouth was. And ultimately he went all the way to Rome and I believe it was Nero himself that he witnessed to and appeared before multiple times over about a two year period while he was on house arrest before going to the chopping block. He, he was actually beheaded. Peter was crucified upside down it's reported. All these disciples gave their lives for Christ. John the Revelator, he was, I think, boiled in oil, tortured. They couldn't kill him. They sent him to the island of Patmos to die. He died there an old man. But with the exception of Judas, they all gave their lives, as far as I know. And gladly so. Are there any among us that would gladly lay down our life today for the Lord Jesus Christ standing up for his truth and his word I don't know how many there are there are some doing it right now in some of these other countries I've often thought that we'll probably have an opportunity to go the way of one of the disciples you can run you could fall away and betray Christ like Judas or you can go to the cross. And I think we need to prepare ourselves. We probably will be headed for the cross before Christ comes back. There will be some alive remaining, no doubt. But in all likelihood, unless the Lord takes us through death, you know, or old age overtakes us, we're probably going to... Uh, Many of us be martyrs. But you get a special crown if you do. But I'm not worried about it. We just got to occupy. That's the biggest challenge right now. Is uh, staying operative for Christ. The devil wants us to, wants us all to just to retire. Resign. Lay down the sword. Fall away. Get offended. Can't afford to let that happen, can we? For even that which was made glorious had no glory in this respect by reason of the glory that excelleth. For if that which is done away was glorious, much more that which remaineth is glorious. Seeing then that we have such hope, we use great plainness of speech, and not as Moses, 
which put a veil over his face, that the children of Israel could not steadfastly look to the end of that which was abolished, is abolished, but their minds were blinded, for until this day remained at the same veil, untaken away in the reading of the Old Testament, which veil is done away in Christ. But even unto this day when Moses is read, the veil is upon their heart. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. Now the Lord is that Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with an open face, beholding, as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image, from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Father God, thank you for your word. We thank you that we still have freedom to speak it, to read it, to own a copy of it. Help us all to get into it like never before. Bless the hearers. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, friends, I'm going to set up for the next program about five minutes out. We're going to have Gary Stafford, Indira Prasad. Later on, John Terrell, and I'm waiting to confirm from Earthquake Kelly. Welcome aboard. Uh, Don't forget to check out our second channel, The Omega Man Reloaded. New broadcasts going up there every day. I bet you you have not heard 90% of them, them. Um, especially if you've only been with us a few years. These go back all the way to uh, 2010, and, oh, man, they're great treasures over there. Many of them as timely as when we did them. So they're there for your listening pleasure. If you'd like uh, to check those out, you can go to omegamanradio.com. We have another holiday coming up, Father's Day. Is that coming up um, this Sunday? I'll tell you what. Then I think there's some uh, freak holiday. What's another holiday coming up? Um, I don't remember the name now, but I saw it somewhere. That comes up, I think, next after Father's Day. Okay. A National Freak Day. Let's, um, let's uh, save this. And um, set up for our next show. Here we go. <laughs> 